Sabbaths of fun. Blake Rafino with us. We were talking about just some players from back in the 90s. Ernie Badeau was a Louisiana kid that everybody had to have. Ended up at Florida. Wasn't very good. Billy Barron was one out of Louisiana. I believe Marrero, who came up here to Knoxville and didn't bust a grape either. That happens. That happens to players in any state. But, Blake, we were having fun last hour because I said, I don't think Blake Rafino was even born back then. I don't think he would know these guys. I was in first grade, Bill. I know <laughs> Ernest Fado. He's a uh, chemical engineer. And oh, do you young. know him? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he's a, chem- yeah, he's a chemical engineer. I think uh, maybe Chevron or Shell or something like that. And, Bill, the famous uh, – the famous line from your buddy Jerry Donardo, if I'm not mistaken, when Badeau went to and signed with Florida, they got uh, – that was the class that Jerry Donardo got Kevin Falk and all those Louisiana kids to stay like Booger McFarlane and all those dudes. So Jerry runs out there at the, at the Bayou Splash event at his Italian restaurant, um, which now is called Rafino's, I might add. Yeah. Um, he said that they got the best defensive tackle in the country in Booger McFarland. Oh, yeah. Which, Ernie's a, uh, Ernie or Ernest, excuse me. Ernest, if I'm pretty sure, is a, is a chemical engineer down here in one of these oil fields. Wow. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I know I was on the phone with Bill Elias, who was the recruiting coordinator, and I knew him because he mm-hmm. was here at Vanderbilt when they got Falk committed, and I could hear everybody in the back screaming. That's how big. That's how excited they were. I don't blame them. Well, and Florida State was the team, right? Florida State was the team that right. was the big threat. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's funny, Bill? A lot of people, you know, look at Saban as changing the culture at Louisiana at LSU. I should say um, it was really Jerry, right? Getting those kids to stay at home and you know, doing the things that you got to do behind the scenes and recruiting to get kids here. I mean, he was the one that did it, that that didn't spark, you know, um, the administration, which, by the way, believe it or not, was Mark Emmert, Bill, the former NCAA president, who then fired Jerry and then goes and gets Saban, believe it or not, and said, look, Jerry did it. You know, we can recruit here. We can win here. So it, it just, you know, that 1996 class started so many things for LSU that they would never look back to, Bill, to be honest. And then, look, I told you this before, I think. The first LSU game that I ever attended was 1998, speaking of that class, when Florida, number one Florida, came into Death Valley and lost. Talk about the best – talk about a game to be your first game ever. So, um, yeah, Jerry DiNardo was one of – I have a signed Jerry DiNardo picture, Bill. in my office so it's uh i mean that's when i was growing up and you know love starting to love college football i know we got to get to the current but just just one more note what jerry did forever if people don't know that geography down there and and blake lives there he knows it better than anybody but new orleans was a no-no for lsu they couldn't get kids Mm -hmm. out of there and jerry is the one jerry penetrated that before nick he did Oh, no question. No question. Went in there and got kids that never came here. You know, I mean, Reggie Wayne and all those kind of dudes going to Miami, it stopped when Jerry got here. 
Blake Rafina, what's the drama today if there is some for LSU? I don't really think there's going to be a lot of drama, Bill. Maybe some things here and there that pop up. I think LSU is going to be pretty steady going into this uh, recruitment. Um, Bill, nothing really. I, I mean, I'm not – now, let me just say this. It's 7.09 Central Standard Time. I'm not expecting massive fireworks to go off. I'm not saying that there won't be. There, I, I'm keeping my eyes on five-star defensive lineman Dominic McKinley all day. Let's see what happens there. He said he's going to push his commitment back date uh, back to February, Bill, because of LSU, the potential defensive line coach that they may hire uh, after the playoffs is over with. Uh, and then Terry Bussey, the five-star from Texas A&M as well. So, no real fireworks, Bill, on this date, but February would be uh, something that we'll watch out for for LSU. Um, but that's about it. I mean, they're, they're hitting some guys in the Porter, Jordan Gilbert, Xavion uh, Thomas, and then A.J. Swan, who just committed. Uh, but, Bill, other than that, it's, it's been pretty calm. Now, I do think, Bill, that there's one area they gotta they got to start hitting in. They're probably going to get six offensive linemen to sign in this class. I think Cohen Eccles is a guy, the four-star kid, the offensive lineman that we're watching out for today, be the only kid that's not committed to LSU that we're watching out for. Bill, offensively, they were, are recruiting a juggernaut. What they're missing in and where, they, where they're not another top-five class like they were a year ago is that they have just not been able to get the defensive lineman in here. Now, the defensive line coach went down in the preseason – uh, with health concerns and and recruiting started spiraling down, they got it. They got to sustain there, and they got to pick it up. So they have done really well everywhere else. Again, offensively, juggernaut. Now, Bill, I will say this: I know this is 2024 early signing day. Bryce Underwood commenced on January the sixth. The number one quarterback in the country, number one player in the country, the number one running back in the country in 2025, Harlan Berry commits on January the third. You know, there's a chance with the Ryan Williams kid at Bama reclassifying, LSU can have the number one wide receiver, the number one running back, and the number one player in the country, and the number one quarterback for the 2025 class. If I were a betting man, I would say that LSU's quote-unquote targets or collective or whatever you want that's being called this day has targeted, targeted for a lot of 2025 things. So I don't expect a lot of splashes today. We'll see what Dominic McKinley and Cohen Eccles Bill, that's about it. We've talked because he played here in town about A.J. Swan. He's a Georgia kid. He, When he was healthy, yep. played very well at Vanderbilt. Here's my question, mm-hmm. though. What's the plan at LSU? Because I don't think he's going to be a starter there. No. So, Bill, Brian Kelly graciously let us go to practice yesterday. And, and look, I called Garrett Nussmeyer Franklin D. Roosevelt because he was dropping dimes. For people that don't know, Franklin D. Roosevelt's on the dime. But, I mean, Bill looked great. Looked really good. Now, the offense changed uh, under Denbrock yesterday. They're not running a lot of zone read stuff with Jaden out there. He was in attendance, but they're not running a lot of zone read principle stuff. Now, Garrett can move a little bit, but he's not – obviously, clearly, he's not Jaden. Bill, Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas Jr. were there. I thought that they had two five-star receivers that they signed in last year's class, and Sheldon Sampson and Jalen Brown. Um, or former five-stars guys, Bill, they look really good. Again, they are really good and built well offensively. I thought Garrett looked great. Bill, what, what, what 
I was looking for yesterday is what again what they've done defensively. Now, all that being said, offensively they don't have a dude that can back up Gary Nussmeier. You're a rolled ankle away, okay, from having a Florida State situation. I think AJ Swan limits that. Okay, it could be a bridge guy if you go and sign and get a Bryce Underwood. All that being said, Bill, the, the guys that are behind Garrett Nussmeyer are not ready. Not right now, they're not. So I think that that signing just – you're bringing in a guy with 400 passing attempts in the SEC. God forbid something goes down. I mean, Bill, God forbid, like Miles Brennan a couple of years ago goes down. Those are 400 yards against uh, Mississippi State, 400 yards against Missouri. Uh, you know, he gets hurt, and you got two true freshmen that are in there. And you go six and six or five and five, whatever it was in the COVID year. So they are just trying to mend mend defense and depth. And I think that's what AJ Swan's going to bring you here. Yeah, I mean he's a proven SEC quarterback who's played well, uh, no doubt, no he's doubt. Played really well, Bill. We did our film study on him last night. Now I'm I look, I, I I'm not trying to say that he's a second coming of Jesus Christ, Bill. He made some throws against Georgia. He made some throws against Tennessee. Correct. I, I mean, I look, I'm not saying he's going to beat out Garrett Nussmeyer by any stretch. What I saw yesterday from Garrett, kid can play. Bill, he's, he made big-time throws in big-time games for them. He didn't have anything around him. And so that's just – I mean, I think the kid could go to other places in the SEC, Bill, and start. I really believe that. I, he just can't come here and start. He's going to be a bridge guy. Bill, if Garrett goes in the draft next year, he's going to start for you. Like, he's going to be the guy, next guy up. So, um, he's made some really good throws. I, I'm going to be really intrigued to see when he comes in here in spring uh, and how he looks because I, I think that he can do some good things in an offense like this. With Bill, just the receivers that he's got around him uh, that will be returning and guys that they have here. All right. You know this was coming. And Dom up in Pittsburgh said, Bill, make sure and ask, Mike Dembrock, is there any concern that he would go to Notre Dame? <laughs> you got Bill. You, I ain't trying to be petty, all right. But just so, just hear me out. You didn't pay. You didn't pay the fifteen million dollars to go get Andy Ludwig last year. You gonna pay the twenty that LSU just got in the contract extension on Mike Dembrock? If Jack Swarbrick's not on the line, I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> he's shooting down. He, he ain't going nowhere. I, I don't just, think. I, I, Bill, don't. I would be utterly shocked if he went somewhere. I think that Denbrock did not get a head, a head coaching uh, really just – I mean, Bill, he's a year away. I think right. that he wants to do that, but I think he's going to stay here one more year. I think what they're doing – Bill, again, he can't go – I like Notre Dame. I think they got good pieces. I think Riley Leonard's a good piece. I'm telling you, Bill, what they what LSU's got on the outside of wide receiver, they're not they're re, they're not rebuilding, they're retooling. Like they got dudes, like serious dudes. All right, so I just think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna stay put. I think they need to look over in Missouri, Bill, and see that offensive coordinator over there, Kirby Moore. That's been mentioned. I don't know if there's any real connection, but yeah, been mentioned. Hey, Blake, tell everybody how they can get your info. Rafino Joe Show, we go around college football tonight and then LSU stuff at 7 p.m. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All right, man. See you next week. Thanks, Bill. Go talk. Mr. Blake Rafino, so good, man. So good.
Franciancia. Yeah, we missed him last hour, so he's with us here coming up. Omni Nashville Hotel. <laughs> 